Welcome to Christianity A to Z. We are on the letter U and we are um, thinking about the doctrine of union with Christ. So we're approaching the end of the alphabet and we're on this fantastic doctrine today. Um, CornerstoneChurchKingston.org is the place to find lots of other resources. Uh, Myself, Ben and Pete are all here today and uh, we're pastors at Cornerstone Church and uh, you can find things, as I say, on the website or our social media, YouTube channels. And um, so here we go. Let's get into it. Union with Christ. Where are we? Where are we starting? Ben, you're going to start. Yeah. The... Got a passage from John yep. chapter 17, which is part of Jesus's prayer. Uh, and he prays for his disciples. And then in verse 20 of chapter 17, um, he carries on and he says this. Uh, verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them, you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them, even as you have loved me. Hmm. Remarkable words. Yeah. So Christianity now, we're seeing, uh, you know, to be a, a real, genuine believer is not, is, it, well, even the sort of term Christianity isn't very good because it's sort of like a, a whole sort of worldview that I might take up in my mind. Mm. But it's way, way, way bigger than just another worldview or theology or thinking. It's, it's, it's organically in Christ in Jesus who is in the father yeah. and the you know it's it there's there is there's just a remarkable thing isn't it mm. very very different to religion mm-hmm. yeah and um it's one of the, it's one of the it's one of and well actually i think it is the most common way of describing a christian in the new testament so um, many people would think that the word Christian would be the most common way um, or follower of Jesus or something. And those are all good terms. But um, this, this description of a Christian is someone who is in Christ um, is the most common way of describing describing a Christian. So if you open up one of the letters like Corinthians, uh, you see that Paul writes to the church of God in Corinth. So they're in a physical place. You know, they've got a real historical location in Corinth to those sanctified in Christ Jesus. Um, So they are both in Corinth and in Christ. And the word sanctified there um, doesn't doesn't mean um, made more like as in growing in holiness it's a positional thing there so they are they are being consecrated or set apart in christ mm. uh, which is a, just a shorter way of describing what you've just read in john 17 that we have a, a real relational union with the living god this is not just about believing even in a character of history mm. um, and that he had some teachings that are worth following today but a living as you said the word organic relationship with with god it's an amazing privilege isn't it to be a christian and, and 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 as you say, you see that term in Christ. You see the the term united with Christ. Uh, you see the term. I think we'll probably come on to it in our discussions. You know that we're we're engrafted mm. in the vine, uh, and Jesus is the vine. Uh, you see terms like being clothed in Christ. Mm. So you know. <laughs> our physical body, as it were, is clothed with Christ, so we're in Christ's clothing. Mm. Uh, and then baptized mm. is is another one, isn't it? Um, so in Romans chapter six, you get that whole image that 
you're 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 in Christ. You're united with Christ, and you're united with Christ. Uh, and the and the baptism is a picture of that. So mm. so we believe that baptism is is a sort of re- really large thing. It's not just sort of water on the head. Mm. Um, uh, we we see it as as going under the water and then mm. coming up. Mm. And Paul uses that imagery, doesn't he, of mm. being dying with Christ as you go under the water, like mm. you're dead, mm. and then rising again with Christ. Mm. So there's we're. We're not just born again. We're mm. born again into this this new family, mm. and we've died to sin, and we've risen again to mm. a new life. Mm. And that's that's how organic it is. Mm. It's almost yeah. it's almost blasphemous if you think about it. I mean, it, yeah. Unless God had designed it this way, it would be utterly blasphemous. Yes. Yes. We, I mean, last week we were discussing Trinity, um, and we were talking about that relationship that there's there's one God, three persons. They're in union with each other. They're in relationship with each other, and that's why it's the heart of the universe is relationship. Um, and it's not just that God uh, sits outside of the world and has a kind of long distance pen friend relationship with us, but He, in a sense, I mean, in John 17, we read at the beginning, Jesus's words are, "I in them and you in me." Mm-hmm. So. The Father's in the Son, and the Son is in us in some sense. Yes. We're united to the Son. We are mm. somehow united mysteriously mm. into uh, the Godhead in, in a way, mm. which is just... It, mm. it's all, I mean, any other religion that would say that would be utter blasphemy, wouldn't mm. it? And mm. yet it's it, it's Jesus' words, yeah. um, which is why we can trust them and, 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 and marvel in them. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you put it like that because uh, it's, it's not just us in Christ it mm. is Christ in us yeah. isn't it and sometimes it's you know his spirit is in us and and that but but that's the unit united with Christ that's mm. why united with Christ is is a great word isn't it mm. uh, he's in us we're in him yeah mm. uh, yeah mm. and and as you were drawing on just now that that includes you know that really when it's talked about in the new testament um uh, finds itself in in the work that Christ achieved for us on the cross and in his resurrection and in his ascension that um, you know when Paul says I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me um, what he's saying there is that Jesus did not only die for his sins and for our sins but there's a sense in which I died with Christ that actually my old self and my sinful nature was buried in the tomb. Mm. And when Jesus stepped out, Tom stepped out, you know, um, to a new resurrection life. And when Jesus went back to heaven, I went back with him. When he sat down, I sat with him, and my (laughs) life is hidden with Christ in God now. So there's a sense in which I'm here physically in Kingston, but I'm sat with Christ in in glory because the the union is is so complete and so true. And... As, as with the Trinity last week, there are, you know, you th- used the word marvel, and I think that's good. There are depths to this, and it's hard to um, find all the language that we need to explain this properly. And there are depths and uh, a, a, myst- a mystery element to it. Um, mm. But it's, uh, it's, it's wonderful. Well, in that well, sense, well, I mean, just to, just to emphasize this, I mean, yeah. let, let's read, uh, you know, so in Romans 6. Uh, verses three to five, it says this, or don't you know, so he's he's talking to Christians, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his Mm. death, then we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, Mm. we too 
may have a new life. And then, uh, for if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in a res- resurrection mm. like his. Mm. So exactly what you mm. say. Mm. It's like we're dying. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, well, the Bible describes Christ as the head of the church, and then it uses pictures like um, birth pains uh, of sort of the new creation, and <laughs> the head is the thing that is born first, right? And then the rest of the body comes. Yeah. So, and also Christ is talked about as the first fruits um, yeah. of, the cr- of the same harvest, so there's a harvest time and the, f- the first fruits are the first fruit that appear, but in mm. that harvest and the rest of the harvest follows the first mm. fruits. And that's the picture that Christ is. So if Christ has been raised from the dead as he's mm. ascended into heaven and he's sort of sat at the right hand of the father. He, we, we will, fo- we can't help but follow him mm. because yes. we're attached to him. Yeah. Organically. Organically. Connected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, so it's, it's worth just sort of pushing that a little bit. Uh, so it's not, we now haven't got a faith here that it, that that God, in His utter grace and kindness, has just come in the Lord. I mean, sorry, the word "just" is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> in the Lord Jesus Christ, and died on the cross for our sins. Mm. Uh, he has done that, of course, but He's not just sort of died, sort of taken our sin and died on the cross. He's actually come and died with us mm. and well, we've died with him yep. and i think that's really important because it's not just me saying oh oh he's just taken my sin and then i can carry on and live my life <laughs> no yeah. he's he's so cleansed us mm. that he's taken us into the death uh, 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 of uh, and the punishment that he's he suffered he's so taken us there mm. he's cleansed us of sin so that we're a resurrection people now mm. um, and i think that's really different to just this fact that there is a savior that's come and saved us and then sort of cleared off and we're back to ourselves yeah mm. yeah and paul says in romans um the the law only has effect uh, over people only has authority over people who are alive when you die you're released from the constraints of the law you're no longer under it mm. and that's why we as christians um it's i mean some people think that when christ died in in the past he's died for our sins and yet when we carry on sinning we add sins that need to be dealt with again but if we have died with Christ, the law is not over us now or in the future mm. uh, for eternity. Mm. Um, so he's he's completely dealt with our sins now and forever. There's, there's a great assurance that we have if we understand that doctrine mm. correctly, that mm. we have died, which means you are released you're yeah. released from that from sort the power of, of from it, that yeah. power, yeah. Um, and yeah. no condemination for those who are yeah. in, uh, who are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Yes, mm. there is no condemnation mm. because he's We're it's done. Him. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, let's um, let's. I mean, Jesus as ever is like the master teacher of these things, isn't mm. he? And um, and uh, you know, he he really brings it down. Uh, well, not brings it down, but he uses. Uh, you know, picture language and parable in order to help us to understand these things because you know there is there is something abstract about it, isn't there? But mm. but this picture is really lovely. So John 15, Jesus is talking about the vine and the branches, and then he says in verse four to the disciples, "Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself; it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine." and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. 
and then he goes on. And, and so um, it's a really, really helpful picture that yeah. because he's giving um, an organic picture um, that we could observe something like it in all of our gardens and in all of our parks. You know, you've got this, the vine, which is the life source. It's where the nutrients flow. It's where the life is drawn up from. Mm -hmm. And you've got the branches which are engrafted or connected to the life source. And uh, from the life source, they draw their energy and their life and um, they bear fruit, you know, to, to the glory of the of the vine. Um, or a more modern picture, you know, might be, you know, when the, when the iPhone is plugged into the charger, you know, <laughs> it, it draws its energy and its life up through the socket, doesn't it? And then you can power your apps. Yeah. All your apps can be powered and you can, you know, so it's that it's that transfer of life that he's talking about isn't it mm. and that is what it is to be a christian when we remain in jesus which is a way of saying just trusting him as our lord and savior and seeking to walk with him uh, we remain spiritually alive and the good fruit of a christian character will follow mm. you know we won't bear fruit if we're not connected to the life source and that's, that's a very helpful way of thinking about it isn't it yeah, yeah. And, i mean at the end of the sermon on the mount jesus talks about you know the different fruits doesn't he that you know if you're connected to <coughs> the briar and the mm. you know you're not going to bear good fruit and <coughs> in 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 one sense um you know even people's profession of faith you you, you sometimes have to wait don't you uh, for difficulties to come to see what the fruit is that they're bearing to see whether yeah. they are engrafted into, into really engrafted into mm. christ mm -hmm. or not sometimes you just have to wait for persecution or difficulties or mm -hmm. um you know the opportunity to actually to have to forgive someone mm. you know they they can show whether we're going to have the fruit of jesus or not mm -hmm. and when you see that fruit uh, it's a wonderful thing isn't it to see the fruit of a true believer because mm. you realize in that moment that you are connected to them as well yeah the unity we have in christ if we're engrafted into the the, the branch that is christ mm. uh, sorry the vine that is um christ then everyone else that's connected to him yes. we're also connected with them yeah and that's why it's such a joy to to see uh, a, a true brother and a true sister flourishing mm. and, yeah. and just mm. you know showing mm. fruit in their lives mm. and just to pick up on that i mean we were um, discussing before this some of the practical outworkings of this doctrine and, and it's there in John 17 which you started with and what you just said is that um, you know if that's true which it is it, it means that you know divisiveness and um, any kind of ism you know racism or whatever it is can have no proper place in no. in in the church and among disciples um, because we are all united to the one life source you know my brothers and sisters all draw their Christian life from Jesus just as I do. And so that to kind of race, say, you branches up there are lesser than me, or mm. yeah. you know, we ha we don't like you, we don't want... It's like, well, we're all <laughs> you yes. know, we're all in the same um, branch. So it just doesn't make any sense. It's just so wrong, isn't it, um, yeah. from that from that perspective? So uh, we need this doctrine to keep our, our unity, don't we? Um, yeah, other, other ways in which this doctrine, um, you know, make, makes a difference... To the life of believers. Well, I mean, Paul. Um, Paul says uh, in in Colossians, isn't it that that you know, set, since we've been raised with Christ, so we've died and we've mm. risen with Him, then he says, uh, set your hearts on things above. Mm. And so uh, we are now these people 
uh, live like it, he's saying. I mean, he, then he goes on to Colossians and says, you know, put to death yes. the old nature. Yeah. So um, it's not... <laughs> that there's, there's difficulties here, isn't there? Because um, in one sense, we are raised with the sinless Christ. We no n- longer need to sin. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, we will sin. And Paul is very clear on that. When, when we don't believe uh, in sinless perfection on this earth... That is just a wrong teaching and because Paul is saying we're raised with Christ, that now live like you're raised with Christ, mm. therefore put to death the sinful nature. Okay. So now we're alive to, to battle. Mm. And I mm. think that's, that's what we've got to remember. We're not, we're not made alive in Christ to sit back and, and say, okay, I don't do anything. Yeah. We're made alive so that we can now fight. Mm. We can now go to war. We can now go and fight against sin. Mm. So come on, brothers, he's saying, let's let's put to death, let's go to war mm. with the old nature, and that battle will be going on throughout our lives. Mm. And uh, sometimes we lose, uh, and other times we win, but together we're, we're, we're fighting w- with a new nature able to fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not fighting for um, perfection no. because Christ has the perfection. Yes. I think the, yeah. the view that we stop sinning and we no longer sin is too much emphasis on ourselves. It, it suddenly becomes my righteousness is my, is my ability to not sin anymore. Yeah. Whereas our righteousness is always in Christ and the yeah. work he's already done. Um, and if you keep the emphasis there, then when you, f- when you battle... You're not battling in order to achieve, but at, we're free to now. Yes. Um, mm, yeah. And we live up to what we have already attained mm. as opposed mm. to trying to attain it through living, mm. um, which is which is great. And also th- this verse just it struck me as we were reading it um, back in John chapter 15. Um, Jesus says, uh, remain in me as I also remain in you. So he's, he's sort of saying, um, I'm going to remain in you. So remain in me. Mm. Um, and that helps us as we fight our battles as well because there, there, there might be times in our lives where we, where we slip a bit or we drift away a bit, but Christ remains in us if we're truly his. Mm. Um, and then he's calling us back, saying, remain in me, be as faithful to me as I am to you. Mm. Um, and then, then you will bear fruit. Mm. Yeah, and um, th- you know that shapes the whole Christian life, doesn't it? And it helps us in our assessment of ourselves. So again, that verse from... Galatians where Paul says I've been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live Mm. but Christ who lives in me Um, what he's saying there is that you know we can the you know the old self the old sinful self the old proud um, selfish egotistical self is dead and gone and I don't have to live to gratify that anymore I don't have to live my life worrying about all of that because that's dead and it's buried and it's no longer who I am you know um, the life I live now is by faith in the son of God it's Christ who lives in me and so when I'm united to him I can think right fantastic Um, I've been saved from that pathetic old story and now I can live by faith in the son of God now Christ lives in me and I can live for the things that Mm. he's going on about and he's interested in and be part of that and so um, it's it's just helpful isn't it I think sometimes when you know, when we're in those situations, whether it be church, work, school, and uh, someone says something to us, or uh, we're in a situation and we can feel the old 
yeah. self, the prickly head rising up to defend ourselves. And we want to get revenge or say something witty to put someone down. And you can say, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer yeah. I who live. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. <laughs> Christ lives in me now. So that's fine. I can live by faith, you know. And so it helps us in the battle with sin, doesn't it? Um, I, I remember, I, I mean, I very often fail in this. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, uh I was listening to an open-air preacher uh, in Cambridge, and it was brilliant. He had a great crowd, and there mm. was um, a couple of local lads that were really horrible on, on the edge and trying to disturb this bloke. And I thought, okay, well, the best thing I can do is to try to engage the local lads so that the others can hear this bloke. So I just started chatting. Mm. And they uh, were not wanting that and, and were getting more and more angry. And I was just saying, you know, I, I was just trying actually to be quite pleasant just to draw them away. And in the end, uh, this bloke was obnoxious. Uh, he was calling me all kinds of names right up to my face. And, and he was saying, do you want to fight? Do you want to fight? Do you want to fight? And I looked at him and said, yes, I actually do. I want to punch your face in. Um, uh, and uh, uh, but the only reason I don't I will not do that is because of Jesus and Jesus says that's not the way to do it but if there wasn't a Jesus I'd have smacked your face right you know like this and so um, and then he said well I'll meet you down on on Jesus field or uh, you know um, and we'll have a fight and all this sort of stuff but but that's true isn't it so your hackles are raised and then you know that the command is that's not the way you uh, t take on the kingdom of God mm. is to by punching people. Mm. Um, it, we're we're p peace lovers and so God does mm. work in us in these ways. Mm. We were talking before um, about diets and about how we have a new diet now we're engrafted into Christ. We have his yeah. lifeblood, his, his, his life source um, in our lives. Uh, and we're saying if you if you have a life of junk food and then you you come on to sort of healthy nutritious food, it, it sometimes takes a bit of getting used to, and you have to you have to deliberately say I'm not going to go back to that junk food that mm. tastes very sweet in the mouth but it's bitter in the stomach. And after a while, you become so nourished by the good food that when you go back to the bad food, you, it tastes awful <laughs> in your mouth as well as in your stomach. Um, I think Paul uses. The, the unity with Christ as, a, as an example when he's talking about, is it prostitution? When he's saying like, would Christ, like mm. why do you go, yeah. and, why are you sexually immoral? Christ, why would you unite Christ? You're yeah. united, in, you are in Christ. Mm. And if you go to a prostitute or if you are sexually immoral, you are uniting Christ mm. with uh, an adulterous woman or, so, or you know whatever it is. Um, mm. And so he, he's trying to use our union with Christ um, as the thing that we get caught up in and the thing that we bring to our minds if we're tempted to go and unite ourselves with evil or mm. something that's unhealthy for us. Yeah. Um, he's like, don't go back to, if, you're, if you are in, you know, if you're in the beautiful relationship with, with Christ, why would you go back to mm. junk food yeah. and, and bring those two things together? You want to separate, don't you, surely? from Come out from amongst them and be separated, well, yeah. You could mm -hmm. put it that way, yeah. Well, no, that's what I, I think that's 1 Corinthians 6 you're yeah. talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I think it helps us as well in our, um, you know, in, in, in life when hardships come, you know, sufferings come and, um, you know, there's there's struggles and we feel discouraged um, to know that we've already ascended with Christ and we're in the place of victory with him and there is just no 
sense in which ultimately will be lost or the cause of the gospel is going to be lost and um there's there's that great there's that, there's one of the great old hymns which talks about about the church and uh, the church is one foundation and um you know i think it's the second to last verse it talks about the tribulation mm. that the church goes through which is like the war that the church is in at the moment you know that we are fighting against satan and the forces of darkness there is persecution and then the the last verse starts yet she on earth hath union with God, the three in one. And the point is to say that although the church now is in the battle, um, she must remember that she is the she is the victorious church. And one day that's going to be seen that we we now know that even in the battle, we are united to the three in one God. And uh, we, there's a sense in which we're even united to the saints who've died and gone on before us. And mm. they're um, not sort of looking down in a weird way, but cheering us on. You know, they're sort of witnesses saying, come on, keep running, keep running. We're united. The, the Saviour has won. Mm. We're united to him. We've, we've experienced that victory. Now you keep going and you'll be there. You know, so, and that helps us in the war of sin, doesn't it, to know? Mm. Because if it was just, if all it was was sort of, affirming a few things that have happened in history i guess it would be hard to feel that sense of victory that you know it's like david you know david when goliath is dead you can charge the philistines down you know and that's what christ you know we're united to the king who's won and we can charge on can't we now um with that and and there's there's a whole book on that in the bible isn't it Mm. revelation you've Mm. just described the book of revelation really Mm. which is you know we are victorious in christ Mm. even even in persecution and huge persecution and Mm. satanic lies that are that that are going around Mm. um our position is sure we are on the we are victorious nike Mm. actually Mm. nike or whatever Mm. you say these days is is the is the one of victory Mm. and we are we are in in the victorious one Mm. i think some of the things um because I, I, I'm just interested in the way Paul in I, I think I think all the writers in the New Testament talk about knowing uh, a lot about mm. what you are that you should know this. Paul does, Peter does, definitely on um, on what we are in Christ that we need to know who we are, mm. um, and so Paul uses that quite a, quite a lot. Uh, he says in chapter six of of, of Romans, verse three. Or don't you know? And then, uh, you know, verse 6, for we know that the old self has been crucified. Mm. So these are doctrines and teachings that we need to know and keep on knowing because that's what really keeps us going. And uh, it's not just, again, it's not just ticking a box, is it, of a, of a doctrine that I I've understood, but mm. we uh, the, the word the, the, that no word often. Ca- I'm not sure if it is here, but it usually carries with it intimacy, mm. and it's not just a, 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 an intellectual knowledge; it's a personal, intimate knowledge, mm. like a man knows his wife. Mm. And uh, we we've got to keep knowing this, keep reminding ourselves mm. of these truths. But and Satan will want to take us away, mm. you know, uh, from this. And, and it's a good point important. there because I suppose when he says, "Don't you know," that the, the on one level, the answer is yes, of course we know. Yeah. But he's saying, don't you experientially know? Yes. You need to know it in your experience, yeah. in your life. Um, of course, you may have heard the doctrine before, but you yes. need to know it in a living, living it sense. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, the, uh, old, the old the sort of the, a good illustration is when um, uh, 
uh, when um, in uh, America, um, you know, the, the slavery was abolished under Abraham Lincoln. So you had this amazing event, the abolition of, of slavery. Uh, a president had died in order to bring that about, Abraham Lincoln. And, um, and, and yet, on the day that it, it's, there was no slavery, many, many, many of the slaves stayed slaves. Mm. Mm. They, they, they didn't go free. Um, because it was the way of life they knew, and they thought, oh, it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't sort of attitude. Mm. You know, I've always been a slave, I don't know what to do. It's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a bit like Freedom Day on Monday, wasn't it? I, I, I went into a supermarket, and I'd say 95% of the people were still wearing masks, mm. uh, which is, you know, it's fine, but in one sense, we are, we are free. Um, and that's what he's saying, you've got to live what you are. Mm. You're, you're, you're free in Christ to not sin. Live it. You know, live this new nature out. Mm, mm. Battle with it. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, well, um, Union with Christ. Um, I hope that was helpful for you. And, uh, you know, any of the well, passages there, there is that one we... Other yeah, oh, right, <laughs> okay, gosh. Right. There's one other section <laughs> okay. I think you might have missed. Because, uh, <laughs> well, no, 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 because... because uh, uh, the, the 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 whole church thing. I know we talked about your di- different branches, mm. but I think the it's the body of Christ, isn't it? And mm. He's the head. Mm-hmm. So so there's union in that sense. So um, we are the body of Christ, and that's why the church is an essential thing. We're not lone branches in that sense. Mm. Uh, we're not to take that illustration of Jesus uh, like that. But we are the body. We are. Mm. In Christ, he is the head. Mm. And therefore, uh, because we're united with him, we need to listen to the head. Yep. If my arm doesn't listen to the head, it's what you call a spastic arm. Mm. It's doing its own thing. Um, it's, going, it's going all over the place. Um, and um, uh, they're laughing because I'm doing my arm all over the place. But um, it's not connected to the brain properly. It yep. needs, it needs, you know. And so we we've got to be connected to the head yep. as a body, as 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 the people of God. Yeah. And then where the head goes, the body goes. Yeah. And Christ has risen, so the body is will be risen, and we will have the, even a physical body mm. like Christ's new body. And the same sort of things are going to characterize us, then, aren't they? Because if you're all, you know, if you take an apple tree as an illustration, if you're all connected to the same tree and you share the same dna you're going to produce the same kind of fruit and that's the amazing thing about the church because you know if you just take our church you know there are so many different types of personalities and there'll be different likes and dislikes and um you know so different in terms of character and yet we're all by god's grace looking for um goodness kindness self-control patience love there's the same type of fruit coming off every branch despite the differences, because we're connected to the same life source. If we were all connected to different things, we'd have different sorts of fruit, you know, but therefore we're all going to look the same in terms of godly character, despite our differences, which is, which is amazing, isn't it? Um, And you see, you see in scripture that that is the ultimate goal. That's where Christ wants us to be united with each other and united with him. That's probably the, the the meta narrative of the entire Bible is God made us in his image and he, he made his he sent his son in our image in a sense um, that we would be united together with him and that we'd be united together with each other. Yeah. So that's that's I mean that is the picture of heaven, isn't it? God's yeah. people with God. Mm. And um, and actually, uh, uh, we're better off than Adam. 
Yeah. Um, and and that's God's great plan. Yes. So he didn't finish with Adam yep. uh, in the in 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 the garden, just knowing, uh, uh, walking with um, yes. the Lord in the cool of the day. Yep. We've now been brought in. Yes. To it's, uh, and it, his son is bec- has, has has a human nature forever, like yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff there, isn't there? There's lots yeah. of branches Sorry, pe- to come peeling away. No, 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 yeah. it's good it's good stuff. So and um some of this we'll probably pick up on next week, um, because we're gonna be on the letter V and thinking about victory. Oh. So we're gonna be thinking more about the Nike victory oh. um next week so that'll be very good um and um that was christianity a to z uh you know if you'd like to leave us a comment or uh send us send us anything uh, by way of feedback then please feel free to do that we hope these are uh, continuing to be helpful to you if you do enjoy them and uh, you've genuinely found them to be helpful then then please do share them it takes under a second i would imagine to share it and uh, the chances are if you've liked it then other people might like it as well so um, do share it pass it on um and cornerstonechurchkingston.org is the place to go for lots of other resources as well thank you